Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Boy, have we got some exciting podcasts coming up for you, which were recorded at the convention in Adelaide in June 2023. Some wonderful testimonies from all around the world. This one in particular is from Zach, who was originally from Fiji. And uh, there's a bit of a link here to a previous episode with Trez. So I'll put the link to her episode in the show notes. Uh, or in the podcast description, so you can go and have a listen to that one as well. So this is a little bit of a different testimony, and it's one which really showcases that when we leave it up to the Lord, whatever the problem is that we're facing, boy, does He really step in and provide a miracle. So I'm sure you'll enjoy this one. Cheers. Zach, welcome to Revival on the Air today. Thank you, Ben. We're in Adelaide in a convention in 2023. Yeah, that's right. Pretty cool, huh? Oh, it's awesome to be here. It's great. Now, you have a connection with somebody I interviewed very early on in the podcast series. Yeah, that's true. Trez. Yes, You that's guys right. are married. You're married now, yes. How long have you been married for? Uh, more than a year now. Yeah. Yeah, a year, maybe six uh, months now. Yeah. Yeah, so, which is great. Praise the Lord for that. So there's a bit of a story about not only how you got together, but some tribulation that you went through in the middle and something that amazing the Lord did. Yes, that's so right. So you're not from here. That's Trek's right. from yep. Wollongong. You're now from Wollongong. Yep. But you're originally from Fiji. That's true, yes. So how did you guys meet? Oh, um, we met in 2019. I came over for the convention. That was the last convention yeah, right. here in Adelaide. Yeah, pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID. Yeah. And um, yeah, so after the convention here, I went to Sydney. Yeah. I, but I traveled to Wayala and other small centers before I, I traveled to Sydney. I stayed there for quite a bit yes. before I flew over to Fiji. So that's where we met. Yeah, right. In, in church in Sydney. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. And so you obviously developed a relationship over period yes, of time? Yes, uh, that's the beginning of uh, everything, you know, but uh, to tell you one funny thing is that both of us, now we've been together and we're sharing and looking back, both of us never dreamt that uh, Trace said she won't be ending up with a Fiji. Yeah. And for me, myself, I never see myself, I never planned to end up with an Australian. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, so coming in the convention in 2019, it never crosses my mind to find somebody. Well, the Lord had different plans for you, didn't he? That's right, yes. Yeah, so back in Sydney, we met each other. The first Sunday, we, we never talked. I saw her. But the first moment I saw her, uh, that's changed everything for me. I saw her parking the car and coming out from the car park. And I just looked over and I said, ah, is this the one for me? Wow. I, I said that within me yeah. while I was sitting at the meeting in Sydney. Yeah. So that Sunday, we didn't really get to catch up or, or talk. But the next Sunday after that, then we, we started to, to have a conversation. But later on, then it developed into this relationship that now we're ending up being married to one another. And so, so obviously in the beginning, you're still in Fiji. You had a long distance relationship. That's right. Yep. Yes. Yep. So I went back to Fiji and we stayed in touch. I think the social media platform for that. So enabled us to, you know, keep in touch most of the time. So we went back to Fiji and then I went, I came back on the same year, but towards the end of the year. So I was in Sydney in the month of November. So I came back in November after I went back to Fiji in July. 
and I came back in November, attended a, a camp in Sydney, and that's when we got serious with our relationship. We sent past Andrew for that. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then also, and we decided to go back together to Fiji on the following year. So I stayed here until January 2020, and we went to Fiji, and we got engaged straight away. Really? Yes. Wow. So we got engaged in 2020. Yeah, so uh, that was uh, January 24th, 2020, right? And she, five days after that, she left uh, Fiji to come back to Australia. So our initial plan was uh, I have to come back in April, that same year. So we, I already booked the ticket. Yeah. So everything is fine. So ticket was booked and everything is ready. And then what happened in March 2020? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then COVID hit. <laughs> and when COVID hit, so lockdown happened on 26th of March and that year. So for me, it's hard to forget all these dates because this is what we went through. Yeah, so 26th of March, the lockdown happened and we thought, oh, it's going to go only for two weeks or, or maybe a month or so and the, and the border's going to open again. So it's, it's fine, totally fine. But we never, ever thought of that it's going to take that long. For 18 months, we were separated. When she left Fiji on the 29th of March, uh, 29th of January, 2020, and that's the last time I see her physically. For 18 months. For 18 months. Wow. Yes. That must have been so hard. It was so hard. It was so difficult, Ben, because you never really know what tomorrow brings. You know, this, there is no hope of seeing each other after what, a month or two going on and seeing all this number of cases rising of COVID. Yeah. yeah. And a lot. You know, all the cities in the world was, were closed down and you, all you could do is watch the news and know all, all of the stories, all this negative building in. You know, it really impacted the way we, in our relationship. Yeah. First, it was very hard. It was so difficult to go through it because really, they, you didn't know what tomorrow brings. There's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. And it's unlike anything else. I mean, it's not like, uh, you know, if you... If you knew you couldn't see each other for six months, right? You had no defined time frame about about anything. You know, this could last five years. This could last, but well, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that, that is true. That, that that is right. You know, yeah. you for us, you know, all we could do at that moment is just pray and try to. You know, there were times in in that moment when we were going through it. The longer it takes, because as it was mentioned. There's no definite time of knowing when it will end. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, it, it was really difficult. And, you know, for me, myself, there are points I questioned God. And I said, Lord, you, you provided me to, with this amazing woman. And, you know, you, you show me, you know, you, you take me to Australia to find her. And when I met her and this happened, yeah. what did I do wrong? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what just happened? Why are we all going through this? You know, these are questions. Yeah, that, I bet. We asked ourselves during that 18 months, Ben. Now, we were talking before, yeah. you decided that you were going to try and gain some exemption or some, you know, what, yeah. tell me what you did practically. All right. So, and then we come to a point of deciding that, you know, I have to come over to Australia. To live. To, to live in Australia. Yeah. So there's no other option, but I have to come to Australia because we do not know how long it is. So we went through all the... Uh, online application and we see all the requirements that is needed and all these things. You know, when we're looking at the immigration requirements of applying for exemption, yeah. 
you know, for me to come over. And looking at all these requirements, we see that, you know, we cannot do it on our own, right? So we look for a lawyer, a migration lawyer, to help, to help us with this application because it's the first time you apply for exemption. Yeah, which is a pretty natural thing to yes. do, I imagine. That's right. Had you prayed about what to do or is it just... Uh, well, at, we'll at, just first, do... at first we were just trying to look for it and all these yeah. things, that, you know, and then once we find the lawyer, we started praying about it, all right? But I think, to be honest, is, yes, we're praying about it, but the trust was really focusing, it was all on, on the lawyers. The, the uh, trust was in the lawyer, the, yeah. What, what the lawyer's got to do. Yeah. Right, because we have read in the website all the successful stories of couples that they have uh, yeah. applied for the exemption and all these things during those period of time. Yeah. So we thought this is a perfect uh, immigration lawyer to go yeah. with. Yeah. And yes, for me, yes, praying was was uh, praying to the Lord to have His hand upon it. But you know, to be honest, the trust was upon the lawyers on what they do and what they do best, and you know, because they they got all the the, you know, all the nuggets to, to do in order to, you know, to get the exemption through. Got all the natural, natural experience. Exactly. And yes, yeah, so we went with a lawyer. And, and, how the, did that, and how did that go for you? Well, what happened was, Ben, that, you know, it's, uh, we applied, the first time we applied for and then you, you got to pay a, a, a lump sum of money. Yeah. And you know the lawyers nowadays at that moment they were making money and you know, they're not um, uh, cheap. They're quite expensive. But we did everything we could in order for us to see each other physically. And you know we provided all the documents that the lawyer wanted. We gave all the documents so they have to scan stuff here, send it over, sign it them. You know everything provided evidence of our relationship, all these things that they needed. They wrote their letters. You know. Yeah what they do best on that field, you know, because they are the best in it. So we lodged it, right? We lodged the application. The first time you lodged it, after one week, it got rejected, right? How did you feel, oh, man? Uh, How did you feel at that point? You know, Ben, at that moment, because since throughout the, you know, those times when we were separated and, you know, now we are attempting to, to get the exemption. And, but, you know, we're still in... Uh, our relationship still got impacted by the fact that we are got separated, right? And now, when that was not granted, it was you know, uh, it was rejected. It, you know, for me personally, you know, what I went through is that you know I was devastated. You know, when I was thinking, Lord, you know, I've done everything. You know, I prayed. <laughs> you know, to apply for this exemption. And, you know, we, for me, we were talking to each other and said, you know, the Lord provided us with this lawyer, you know, this immigration company, lawyer company that to apply for this, but now it's got rejected. And so we fell down, you know, for me, I was devastated. So what happened next? The lawyer applied again and again and again. So they applied four times and got rejected four times. But we came to a point in that moment of applying to accept that we are going to go through the, uh, that uh, situation, but we're going to accept that maybe this is the Lord's will for us. And for me, I was coming to a point of giving up. Yeah. Right? God rejected four times. It was not easy. And God separated for that long. It's not easy. So I was thinking, Lord, maybe this is not the right one. 
So I've come to Bitch, a point. Have you told Trez that? I haven't told her that. You better tell her before <laughs> this goes live. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> I will, you know. But that's how I felt personally, you know. Sometimes I, I think of it and I said, Lord, what have I done wrong? Yeah. I've served you. I, I've done everything and, and, you know, but this happens, right? This happens. So what, what does this all mean to, you know, what are you trying to teach us here yeah. or something? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of things we have learned in that uh, period. And while we are applying within that, uh, in, within the period of that four times we, we tried with the lawyer, we had this prayer together, you know, we had the prayer together that Lord, use us in this situation we are in, right? So the prayer we, we used before was, you know, Lord, open the borders, Lord, make a way, Lord, open the doors and all these things, you know, we want to see each other, we're going to get married, we want to start a family, you know, and all these things. So we're focusing on that. But there come a point in that relationship after it's got rejected, all we, we prayed for was, Lord, you know, just use us, you know, use us in this. Awesome. Yeah. Use us in this situation that we are in. So totally, it, it was a change of prayer, you know, but that change of prayer was, was just that simple. Lord, if this is your will, just use us in it, you know, we never know what, what's going to happen or what's going to come out of it. But if it's of your glory, if, if you want, you know, this to happen, let it be but just use us in the midst of all this. And so what happened? So, and then the border opens for the, when COVID was, um, you know, going down the cases and all this. So Australia opened its border first. When Australia opened its border, so Tress flew over to Fiji on 11th of December and 11th of December last, uh, 2021. Right, so Tress flew over with the whole family. We got married in Fiji. Right, we got married in Fiji, and now we still have this big barrier we have to overcome, and that is for me. I was still unable to come to Australia because at that moment, Australia opens its border for its citizens to go out and come back, but not for foreigners to, to enter Australia. Right, so. That was one of the biggest things we got to face again. And I, that was in front of us. And that time, since we already had an experience of applying for exemption and got rejected with the lawyer, the immigration lawyer, you know, for us, we were thinking whether we go with the lawyer again or we do it ourselves. And we come to a point of deciding, okay, let's do it ourselves. Now, while we're preparing all the documents, there came a point that I have to write a letter. So when I have to write this letter and, you know, before the lawyer did the letter and I just signed the letter, right? But now I have to write the letter on my own because we're doing it on, the, on my own, uh, on our own. And you can't just copy the lawyer's letter. Exactly. Because that one didn't work. Yeah, that, that didn't work. So I look at the lawyers. I said, no, I, I can't use this because we did it four times. Nothing happens. Are you, you called, uh, you got rejected. Now, okay. We sat down. I was holding onto the pen and paper and we just prayed. And I said, Lord, I'm about to write this letter. I 
don't have the words to put down on this paper, right? But I leave it in your hands. Write this letter for us, right? Give us the word to, to put down on this, on this paper here, on this letter, so that it can be sent off and it will touch the one that is reading it, right? So that was the simple prayer we prayed. And we said, Lord, we leave it in your hands. Let, you have to write this letter for us. Yes, I'm going to, you know, you thought down the words, yeah. but you give me the words to write. So basically what we write in that letter was just a testimony of what we went through. In that 18 months of being separated, what we go through, our stories, what we face, how we feel. And amazingly, because we also stated there that, you know, we are uh, a born again Christians. Uh, we believe in God and all these things. So, you know, it's, it's simply a, a letter of testimony that we send it off to, to, to the immigration on that day. Yeah. So after that letter, sign it off, type it, send it out. We applied online. So we sent the application. After two days, we were jumping for joy in our, on our, inside our room because the letter was, uh, the, the, uh, the exemption was approved. It two was granted. <laughs> yeah, within two days. Within oh, two days. Lord. <laughs> yeah. So within two days. So you said earlier. Yeah. That you changed your prayer yep. to the, for the Lord to use you. Yeah. And that, you know, there, clearly there was something that you needed to learn. Yes. What did you learn? Well, Ben, the biggest lesson that I've learned in this situation that we have went through is that, you know, sometimes we pray for things, but we still don't trust in God more, but we trust on other things that we are doing or yeah. we are relying on. But what I've learned is that when you pray for something, you've got to totally trust God and let it go for you yeah. to do it for you. And, you know, for his glory to be seen and not ours or the lawyers or, or the things of this world. Right, because the glory in this is the Lord's, right? Exactly. Because he gave you the words. Yes. I just don't mean, you know, it's a story like Moses, you know, like yeah. I don't have the words to yeah. give me the word, you know. That's right. Um, and, and so whereas if it had, you know, been approved in the first, second, third or fourth time, I know. Who is, who's the glory going to? The it's, lawyers. It's got to go to the lawyers. Yes, they, don't of need, they don't need any glory. Right? Yeah. The Lord needs the glory. Wow, that's that amazing. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned in our relationship, even in that moment of 18 months of being separated, is that, you know, we come to a conclusion after the, the exemption was granted, is that we could have done this ourselves the first time. With the Lord giving you the words as exactly. you Exactly. <laughs> yes. You could have simply just done it and it would have been approved long time ago. But rather, you know, we went to the lawyer. We went to the, you know, to trust the lawyers and, and the immigration lawyer and what they do best. But, you know, sometimes there is no glory in that for God. Right? But what we learn is sometimes the Lord is just trying to teach us that he has to get the glory. He has to get the credit at the end. You know, yeah. so that's one of the biggest things I've learned. I mean, awesome. Yeah, that's great. Thanks the Lord for that. And now you have this wonderful, happily, happy family in Wollongong. Yes, now we are, we are in Wollongong and the Lord has been blessing it and uh, praise the Lord for that. And yeah, we're, we're just rejoicing and what the Lord has been doing, how he's been opening doors. And, you know, simply, you know, what the Lord did on that day, he just now for us, that lesson 
has kept us going to keep trusting in the Lord no matter what we face and trust nothing in this world because they're all temporary. But, you know, just keep trusting in God because for him, what is important is the glory that to be shown is, you know, it has to belong to him at the end of the day. Amen. Amen. Thanks, brother. I really enjoyed hearing your story. Oh, thank you, Ben. Thank you for having me on this podcast. God bless, Lord. Unless. What a fantastic testimony and such an amazing story that spans multiple years, even of this podcast, with the story of Trez. So go back and have a listen to that one as well. And if you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button right now so you don't miss any of the episodes that are coming up that we recorded from convention. Until next time, God bless.